There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Phil Nannery also served his country, a U.S. Uh, military veteran based in Cork these days. And Phil, you're particularly worried about a friend of yours who's in Afghanistan uh, and you, you're anxious to get him out too. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Yes, that's true. Thank you very much. Um, that, that is correct. I, uh, I served in Afghanistan from 2011 to 2012 in the U.S. Army. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, one of our, one of our interpreters there is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just using his nickname. Obviously, I'm concerned about him using his real name for security reasons at the moment. Um, but his nickname was Rocky. We all called him Rocky. And he was a very good friend. He became a very good friend over the time I had in Afghanistan. Um, and he, we've been in touch for the last few years on Facebook, um, you know, uh, and, and he's, he's really concerned at the moment for his safety. Because interpreters, uh, are seen as traitors by the by the Taliban, are they not? And he would find himself in danger. Absolutely, yeah. The um, anyone really who uh, who would have helped us or helped, uh, I wouldn't even just say us, but helped their country. You know, they were helping the republic, the the democratically elected republic of Afghanistan. So anybody, if it was police, um, you know, just anybody doing their job, anybody working in any capacity for you know the democratically uh, elected. Uh, government at the time is is now yeah uh, they're they're viewing them as targets. Mm. Tell me how you met him and how closely you worked with him. Yeah, so well, he was one of several interpreters on our base. Um, we had a few we had a, a few weeks where we didn't have an interpreter, so he would have been from another unit, uh, would have covered down on us. But in addition, we all lived in very close proximity. Um, so even if he was going out on a, on a mission with a different unit one day or we came back, we would have watched movies together and gone to the gym together, you know, all the sort of things we did to keep ourselves occupied and stuff on our downtime. Yeah. He has family? He does, yeah. He's a father of three, uh, as, as well as his wife. Mm. So when was the last time you were able to get in touch with him? Have you spoken to him lately? I, I was, te- you know, I tell you, I was texting him this morning. Um, we've been texting, uh, well, on on you know, Facebook Messenger, whatever. We, we we've been we've been texting back and forth uh, every day for the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to get him out and to get him refugee status somewhere, anywhere. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Um, he he actually first got onto me. I you know the 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 sad thing about this is that you know this isn't really 
it's not like we, we're, we're kind of scrambling at the 11th hour um, and it's like, oh my goodness, what will we do now? And just to give you an example, PJ, I mean, I, I first, and it's heartbreaking to say, I first wrote him a, a sworn statement to the U.S. government back in like the fall of 2018 and said, hey, you know, this guy worked for us. He, he really put his life on the line. He really shared a lot of our hardships. Um, and he's saying that he's a bit, you know, well, he wasn't a bit. I mean, he was facing death threats in 2018. Um, when, when the, you know, when the Afghan government was still in control, um, even then he was telling me, Hey, Phil, listen, um, can you do me a favor? Can you write me a letter? I'm trying to get to the States, trying to get out of here. And that was before the Taliban had control of Mm. most of, you know, almost all of Afghanistan. Because uh, I I think that the resurgence of the, of the Taliban, while, while it might have taken us all for, for surprise a week or two ago, people who were really watching saw it coming and as far back like you said as 2018 he felt he wasn't safe yeah absolutely well you know there, there's i'll tell you that the last two weeks have been a lot of emotions for me and uh as a veteran of afghanistan but there's two two which i can honestly say i haven't experienced one is surprise and the other is regret i would go back and do it again if i could um, and my interpreter rocky has told me he would do the same um but i'm also you know i'm not surprised either and it, it's uh, it's heartbreaking. It's unfortunate, but it's one of those things that you know. And, and I'm I'm telling all my friends and telling everyone this for me is completely apolitical. I don't care about anyone's politics. I don't think it should be a, a left issue, right issue. For me, this is about helping a friend. Yeah, okay. and nothing more. You were you were you were there as a soldier, and I I know that the details of what you did and the work you did are classified. For military reasons, and I wouldn't ask you to break that classification. But talk to me a little bit about Afghanistan as you know it. What kind of a place is it, Phil? What kind of people are they? You know, I met some of the most amazing and wonderful people when I was in Afghanistan. Um, it, it was It's a country that has known conflict longer than I've been alive. Um, they've been basically in a state of conflict since 1979 when the Soviet Union invaded. And I tell you, you know, I, I, I'll tell you a story that I, I, you know, always get emotional about. But there was uh, an issue with shipping bricks in to build a school in the district. I was in a very, very remote rural district, um, very, very near the edge of, of the government's influence and then went very close to where the Taliban's influence began. And there was a shipment of getting bricks in to build a school and they couldn't, they, they couldn't get the shipment. There was all this bureaucratic mess and red tape. And one local Afghan had said, Hey, you know what? I used to live in uh, the U S years ago and I, I moved back here after the Taliban collapsed. And, uh, you know, I used to work in a college in America. You know what? Give me some of those spare parachutes you have, that you collect, your, you know, all our, we were so remote, all our supplies had to be parachuted to us by airplane. He said, give me one of those parachutes, string it up between these trees. We'll get a bit of shade. You know what? Give me, give me some chalk, give me some notepads, and I'll just start teaching the kids in the village how to read and write. Crikey. No, I mean, that's the, that's the motivation and the drive that these people had to, in a, in a province, in my district, over 90% illiteracy. Mm. The infant mortality rate was very high. We were our, our our platoon's medic was the uh, and and as well there was another medic in in another unit. Two medics on our base were the only modern, you know, medical expertise in our district. Wow. And out of all that, you had people who were going to say, "Hey, I'll risk my life to try helping the government, to try helping the Americans. I'll risk my life 
Yeah. And this teacher, this teacher as well, had death threats on him. But he every day he woke up, walked in to his little makeshift tent, and taught kids how to read and write with a pen and paper. Wow, that's incredible! That's incredible. You were a very young man when you were there, Phil. You're only what thirty four or five now. You were a very young man. Yeah, I was twenty. 24. I was 21 in Iraq and then 24 in Afghanistan. Wow. Makes a huge impression on you. Does it shape you for life, what you see in a place like that? Absolutely. I think, you know, it's something that it, it gives you a greater appreciation for things. You know, I um, I think almost to my detriment, maybe, I, I could have a really bad day and, and something, whatever. And I, I, I kind of, I tend to think you know, it can always get worse. And I think that's why, look, and again, coming back to my friend Rocky, yeah, it's like, you know, I'm suddenly, you know, this, and then actually, I just want to give a shout out. It's a trending thing on Twitter. It's hashtag digital Dunkirk. Okay. This is, I am one of thousands of veterans right now who are, who are using Facebook, Google Maps, freaking, you name it. And we're trying to get these guys home. And I'm reminding myself, and I, this is just like being in Afghanistan. If, if for whatever reason, maybe I sat back in the command center one night and I was, you know, observing everything, communicating with people and saying, right, they're out in the hostile area, communicate with them, get them back. I'm doing the same thing now. I'd like to be there with him, getting him to safely to the airport. But this is just one of those nights where for whatever reason, I happen to be in the command center and instead I'm using my phone and everything I can to try to help him out. Get home. You really, really want to help your friend. As you know, you're, you you live in Cork now, so you're an adopted Corkman. I do. I'll here in the that, real I'll, capital I'll of get Ireland. To, I'll <laughs> get to that in a sec, by the way. But look, our the Minister for Foreign Affairs is a Corkman, as you know. And I know Simon Coveney has, has said that there will be uh, several hundred, I think 200 at the moment is the number of people allowed to come in from Afghanistan uh, on, on visas in. How much would it mean to you for Minister Colvney to, to help your friend today? It would mean the world to me. It really would. And, you know, I, he, the thing is, it, 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 all I would say is, and again, I don't want to talk about any of the politics or any, you know, yeah. uh, issues or anything like that. All I want to say is, if you're going to let in people, a certain number of people anyway, why not prioritize most vulnerable and why not put, you know, just maybe put it at the top of the list that you'll include a certain number of interpreters while you're at it. You know, there's so many people. And like I said, teachers, uh, humanitarians, um, you know, women educators, women who've, who've worked in uh, in government there. But in, in addition to all of those vulnerable groups, I think interpreters should definitely be included as well. Okay. Now, you're a Virginian originally, but your people are from Roscommon. So how do you end up in Cork? <laughs> that's, that's an interesting one. Yeah, so I spent a few summers in, um, in, in Roscommon when I was a teenager before I enlisted, and I loved it. I, you know, I grew up, um, my, my family is all very proud of Irish-American and everything. We had, uh, you know, the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. I mean, um, my parish priest, one of my parish priests is from West Cork. So, you know, I grew up around a lot of Irish people as a kid in Virginia. And, um, you know, I, after I got out of the army, I went teaching, I went to go teach English in Japan. Uh, and then, um, I applied to grad school here in UCC and, uh, ended up meeting my wife shortly after moving here to go to UCC. Okay. Her name is Deirdre, isn't it? Yes. Okay. All right. You got a couple of kids here. Are you just... No, and and look, you know what? I, like I said, it's not it's not about me. I don't want to focus on myself. But you know who does have kids? My friend Rocky. He's got three children, and again, 
that's what kind of brings home. That's what brings us home is the fact that this isn't, you know, this isn't a young man. When I met Rocky, he was, you know, he was a hard charger. He was, he was just like me, a young man who was, you know, full of energy and, and ready to, to, to fight for a good cause and everything. And now he's a man with, you know, three children. Why do you I know? get the impression, lastly, Phil, why do I get the impression that if you could get your ass on a plane and drag <laughs> your friend out of it, you I'll would? I'll tell you what, if, you know, I, when I heard that the Army Ranger wing was, was flying over there, uh, my first question was, how can, I, how can I stow away on that plane going to Kabul? I mean, if... If I could go back, I unfortunately it is it is young man's game. I don't know if the the uh, the army or the ranger wing or anything would take me. I'm probably probably uh, too old and out of shape at this You're point. Thirty four, lad. Go for goodness, there, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, it's a lot easier to walk up and down a mountain with, with all your gear at twenty four, though. So I'll bet. I'll bet. Listen, whoever uh, it is, let's just get him home safe. Let's prioritize these interpreters and and let's really try to okay. try to bring them. Bring them to safety. Phil, a pleasure to speak with you. And, you too, PJ. And thank you. Thank you so much for being with us on the Opinion Line of Cork's 96. And that's Phil Nannery, a U.S. military veteran living in Cork, a veteran like he's 34, and he just wants nothing more than to get his friend Rocky and his family, an interpreter, out of Afghanistan. Cork's 96 FM.